Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Blast Podcast, a show where we believe movies can be more than just movies. I'm your host, Steve Watts, joined as always by my co-host Krampus, and a very special guest, producer Jack, aka Dougie McRae. Today we're going to be participating in a long-form Christmas movie draft, but before we dive into the rules, let's hear a word from our sponsor. As always, the Blast Podcast is presented by the Blast app, which is going to be available sooner than you may realize. Make sure you're following our Instagram page at Blast underscore movies underscore, our TikTok at Blast.movies, and our YouTube channel at Blast.movies to stay up to date on all of our latest content. There you'll find podcast clips, movie ticket reviews from Ty and myself, and up-to-date news on the progress of the app. Lastly, please make sure to check out our app's landing page at BlastMovies.net, where you can learn more about what Blast is going to be. All right, Ty, am I going to be disappointed for the 50th week in a row here? What, what have you watched this week? No shot. And you know what? I'm tired of this flack I get, all right? I bust my ass for work every single day. I wake up before work and go to the gym. And this week, I found time to watch four movies, Steve. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Leave the World Behind on Netflix. I'll, I'll talk about it in a sec. And then Godzilla Minus One in the theaters. I had this big tangent on TikTok about what is wrong with Hollywood and movies that are coming out today when talking about Leave the World Behind. And then I talked about the antithesis, Godzilla Minus One, a movie that was made for $15 million and almost made me cry despite being a movie about a huge lizard that just kicks the shit out of Japan. Great movie. Please watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, the other two, so in between my flights to Dallas and then back to Milwaukee, American Airlines had some pretty good movies on there, some new releases. So I watched Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning for the fifth time. It was just as good. I felt like jumping out of the plane and doing like a free fall dive like Ethan Hunt. And then following, right after Dead Reckoning, I put on Equalizer 3. I actually had a great time with Equalizer 3. I'll even say, maybe it was a recency bias thing, I enjoyed it more than John Wick 4. Wow, that's high praise. Um, I've, I've heard great things. It actually has made like my short list of movies to watch in the next few weeks. It, it's patience is what was special for me. Okay. There is a really awesome opening scene that lasts about you know seven to ten minutes where Denzel just goes ape shit on some guys. And then I checked. No action happens until like the hour 10 mark. Wow. It's remarkable. They really take their time fleshing out this world that um, like Roberto's character has um, (laughs) engulfed himself in and then makes you really, you know, root for the people he's trying to save and really root for the bad guys to get killed in awesome ways. Awesome. Um, Jack. This is the first time you're ever being asked this, but what have you watched this week? And I feel like Ty and I both know the answer before we ask. Right. Well, first, I just want to thank both of you for the warm welcome and that intro there. Um, I'm here. I'm here. I'm on the pot. Um, And of course, uh, the perfect introduction to me, not a movie guy at all. Um, Really don't know why I'm wrapped up in this deal, but the one movie I will watch at least every three months is the town. I know we've referenced it a couple times. Um, I really, 
Ty can speak to this. I think I was introduced to it. It's I don't even think it's been a year. Um, the first time I watched it, I watched it three times that weekend. Um, had a buddy come up uh, after watching it on like a Thursday night. He came up Friday and he was like, oh, like, let's watch a movie. I'm like, oh, I got the perfect one. I just ran it back uh, twice uh, and then watched it for a third time um, just by myself again. I love it. Uh, I am Dougie McRae. And um, I just, I'm a, the biggest Ben Affleck guy. I, I don't get it. I think it's because maybe it's it's a Boston movie, but um, it's the only thing I've watched other than... We'll, fle- we'll flesh out the what is a Jack Began movie another time, but producer Jack, so happy to have you on. It's it's just been a long time coming. You you really just cook up a lot of TikToks for us. Now it's time to show us what you've learned from the Blast world and really dive into some movies. Right. One more thing I will quickly say. So Ty wasn't here uh, the last couple of days. He's been on work. Um, I found myself. I didn't watch a movie last night, but I found myself like wanting to like having the urge to maybe turn on something other than like basketball. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm on uh, movie talk like way too much. So maybe, this is a good sign to come. Maybe I've got some, bring some more movies to the table, you know, down the road. He's evolving. We'll see. He's going to like watch Elysium with Matt Damon and call that like a new, <laughs> a new era. Oh Lord. Um, I had a long week as I'm sure you can see looking at the notes here. So I'll fly through most of these. First one off the list, Lake Placid, which is an awesome, awesome movie. It is um, just about an alligator in a lake. That's like the whole thing. It's, there's an alligator in a lake in Maine. What more do you want in the movie? Um, after that, went to The Fog um, from John Carpenter, which we've talked about before on this pod um, briefly, but... I think it's genius. Um, one of the best casts of all time, in my opinion, with Jamie Lee, Janet Lee, and um, Adrian Barbeau. Followed that up with Better Watch Out, which is a newer Christmas movie, kind of. It's about basically just a messed up kid um, taking some stuff out on his babysitter. After that, we I, I, I was with Morgan. We tried to watch Candy Cane Lane. Have you been getting like peppered with the ads for this as much as I have? I've seen this. Zero. Zero. Oh, oh wow. It's um it's an Eddie Murphy movie. It's like a horror comedy Christmas movie thing about this like unemployed man trying to win a like dec- house decorating contest for a bunch of money. And it was so fucking bad. I had to turn it off after 45 minutes. Um, my mom, so it was me, Morgan, my mom, and my dad. And my mom turned to me around 45 minutes in, and she was like, do you like like this? And I was like, oh, I think it's horrible. Like, this is hard to watch. And we, we made the collective decision. But after that, I watched one of my favorite Christmas movies ever. It is like in the realm of Hallmark movies. It's called Christmas do over groundhog day meets Christmas. It's wonderful. Um, and speaking of wonderful after that, I watched a movie that I recommended you tie. And I, I do really think you'd like it. This is, it's a wonderful knife. Um, basically this girl who kills a killer on, on Christmas day gets the George Bailey treatment and it ends up being like this big love story. It's awesome. 
one of the best Shutter originals I've seen in a long, long time. Highly recommend everyone checks this out if you're a fan of horror. After that, I watched two that I think you might have seen, Ty. Batman Hush and Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Either of those? I've seen both. Awesome. Seen both. What What are your thoughts on those? I like them both. I have more of a nostalgia towards the Batman Beyond story just because I was tapped into that as a kid. But I always see clips of that like coming back now with Hamill's Joker and Robin in that uh, you know crying scene. I don't mm-hmm. want to give it away. This is a great Batman movie um, with a great Robin arc in it. It is. It's wonderful. Um, Hush, I thought, was also very, very good. Um, I was su- kind of surprised by both of them, but I loved watching them. It's been too long since I watched animated Batman movies, and I will probably be watching more going forwards. Um, after that, though, can't get much different than Night of the Living Dead. Um, and Ty, I saw your letterbox review on this. You gave this a two and a half stars out of five. Yeah, I mean... You can put me on blast, but here's my stance on it. Like I, as an objective viewer, like not looking at the nostalgia of it, I've seen better. I think it's dated. Um, I think there's some great like social themes that pop up that somehow feel relevant still today, but um, didn't love it. Didn't love it. Interesting. I I was thinking, I respected it. It was almost like a new hope thing for me. Like where I've never been able to connect with a new hope. I know that it's a classic. I know that it's important, but don't love it. Not for me. I thought it was shot really well, and I loved the ending. Um, Those were my two big things. After that, I watched a movie that I'm sure we will talk about throughout this pod, Klaus, um, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. So let's dive into the draft rules. There are legitimately so many Christmas movies out there. And so we've talked about this idea of doing a longer form like draft of Christmas movies for a little while now. And basically, it's really simple. We're going to go snake draft order. Um, We'll talk about that in a second. But we want to hit 11 categories here. So you have to pick one classic movie. has to be black and white. One modern movie within the last 20 years. One movie where Santa is a main character, an action movie, a comedy movie, a rom-com, an animated movie, a Christmas-adjacent movie, a holiday special, a horror movie, Good Luck Jack, and a drafter's choice of just any Christmas movie. So, Ty, do you have any idea of the order here? I feel like we're probably going to be on the same page. We need to at least give Jack a fighting chance. So... For as many times as I've joked about on this pod, it's important to reiterate that producer Jack has seen about six movies, and I have zero faith in him to be able to complete this draft. So we're going to put him at the one spot. I think this is a great great buffer for Steve and I. And then considering Steve watches 27 movies every week and somehow finds the time for it, um, I will go next so that I have a fighting chance against him. So we'll do Jack, myself, and Steve. You can... uh, you can take the uh, three one or the one three. Deal, deal. Um, all right, Jack, you ready to kick this thing off? I, you know, all the flack for not watching movies. I put a ton of effort and time into my list and my research. Um, have I watched all of these? No. <laughs> oh my but gosh, that's, that's gross. That's now, absurd. Here, here, I, I've seen most of them. Parts. 
parts. Honest to God, I think there's a couple that haven't made the list yet. Uh, I'm gonna, I've got some like real deep cuts coming up throughout this pod, but I wanna start off just grabbing an easy one just to get myself you know, into the mix. So get me out uh, with comedy. That's such a layup. Um, one, of my, one of my favorites, I have seen this movie start to finish multiple times. Um, I think it's a Will Ferrell masterclass. Obviously, I'm not breaking any news here. Uh, but yeah, let's 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 run with Elf. Mark it down. Steve, I'm adding a new rule to the draft. We're going to start giving Began football comps so he understands how bad his draft is. <laughs> like, I think this is taking. Gosh, this is like taking this year's Derrick Henry in the first round. Like, that's just a bad one-one pick. It's a bad one-one pick. It's just not you guys but, wait. The thing is, Ty, I think that the people's pick right now is Jack. And even though neither of us are going to draft Elf, Jack, I think you probably could have waited till the 11th round for that. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's, he's going to win some people over with that pick. Probably, but not us. Not us. <laughs> Elf is my Kadarius Tony. <laughs> All right. At, at the 1-2. You know, I have to keep the fact that Steve is right behind me in the back of my head here. So I'm going to I'm going to take Steve out right here. I'm going horror and I'm going Black Christmas at the one, two. You bastard. Yep. Oh, how's no. that feel? It That's how that feel. It feels like, oh, no, I'm, I'm 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 winning the people over at the one three. Give me it's a wonderful life. You, you little. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I'll take it. Um. I'm taking It's a Wonderful Life in Classic, um, but I do want to talk about Black Christmas for a second because that is my favorite holiday movie. It is one of the most important horror movies of all time. And Ty, you just watched this last year, right? It's quickly become one of my favorite horror movies. And frankly, I know that you probably don't agree. I enjoy this one more than, than the original Halloween. I think this movie deserves way more love than it gets. I actually completely agree with you. Um, you can see a lot of the mirrored shots in Halloween from this movie. There's so much influence. This is the first modern slasher. I have so much love for this movie. But Bro had bullet points because he didn't think I'd take it. This is awesome. As a 1-3, awesome. I'm taking It's a Wonderful Life, one of my least favorite Christmas movies of all time. But I am going the spite route since Ty went that way. And you know womp, what? Womp. Let me double up here. At the <laughs> at the two one, I'm going to the action category, and I'm taking Batman Returns. Phew. Okay, I just dodged a bullet. I just dodged a bullet. Same. Thank you, Steve. I <laughs> yeah, that was that was like one of five on Jack's list. Like, <laughs> I don't. You know what's funny is I don't Jack. I don't think you could watch Batman Returns. I think you'd be too scared. Uh, <laughs> compare that to I was gonna ask and follow up with Black Christmas. How many minutes would I make it? into black christmas before. 25 25 seconds yeah you're kidding not even Mm-mm. not even opening scene you're done what's up with batman returns it's like I, I i would imagine you're scared of the movie Coraline. probably all right so you haven't seen Coraline. It's i'm trying to think of other right? yeah like nightmare before christmas yeah no thanks yeah yeah it's like got that vibe to it yeah okay. goober this is so funny this is so funny, and I'm so glad that you thought I was going to take Batman Returns, you fucking idiot. What, I'm going to kill this the, draft. The the layup pick here? I don't know. I have to decide. There's there's two that I could go with. 
I want to I want to make sure I just go for the kill. And I think I'm going to do it. I've got a couple options here. I'm looking at my Christmas adjacent category. I'm looking at my comedy category just to try and get like some a chalk pick maybe. I could go action and go go the obvious choice here, but I think I can get that at the 3 2. No, I can't. I have a, I'm afraid that Jack is going to take that action movie because he put like seven minutes of research in. I am going to go and take my Christmas adjacent movie. I'm going to go Rocky four mm. at the, at the two, two. That's no. a great pick. Um, I knew it would be on your list. I, you, I think, you know, my Christmas adjacent movie, so I will, we'll wait to talk about that till later. Jack, where does Rocky four rank on your uh, favorite Rocky movies? Oh God. Well, um, First of all, didn't make my list, so uh, fuck off. Why not? There. But um, Creed one, Creed two, Creed three. I guess I can throw Rocky four in at the four spot. In parentheses, I've never seen any of the Rocky movies. <laughs> this is this is comical. This is comical. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky four is Russia, though, right? I, I know the oh yeah the plot lines. And you've probably listened to the music on the way to the gym because I play it. Exactly. exactly. Yep. All right, you're up, man. What do you What do you got for us? Um, I'm gonna do one more chalk pick before I really just start cooking here. Um, and this is I'm like gonna be going off a cliff after this one. Um, and I have the turn too. So, give me for animated another one I've surprisingly seen, and I think this is on both of your lists. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. That's a great pick, though. Awesome pick. Um, this was like, I, I can still vividly like see myself in different places, like at a grandparent's house, whatever, watching this movie. Um, I love the goofy story. <laughs> um, and I really don't have a ton more to, to say. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, shit. I wasn't expecting to get the mic after that pick. Um, Great movie, though. Uh, But let's have a little fun here. So that was animated. I'm going to go rom-com next. And I know we were talking about in our group chat, uh, maybe, you know, maybe The Holiday, maybe Love Actually, you know, the two classics. Psych, High School Musical. What? Is that a Christmas movie? Um, I don't know how big of fans you are of this franchise. Um, but if you remember correctly, the opening scene of High School Musical takes place on New Year's Eve. There's little snowflakes coming through the air. Troy and Gabriella, they're singing karaoke. This is the first time they meet up. Um, we can get into the plot holes there. You know, Them meeting up at a random ski resort. And then suddenly, holy shit, we go to the same high school. Let's fall in love. Um, great scene. And that just always, it, it feels like a winter-esque movie. So, you know, we're a couple days past Christmas, but give me High School Musical. It's off the board. I kind of like it. I mean, you cheated completely. It's not a Christmas movie, but hey, <laughs> I, 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 love, I love that you're looping in your blast movies here. Right. Make it work. Teach this them. is your draft. This is like... I mean, who are you taking right here? This is like taking Kadarius Tony at the in the third round. I already, yeah. I already took him. This is uh, this is Darren Waller. 
It's Darren Waller. In <laughs> second. Kyle, Kyle Pitts is next. <laughs> All right, so was that two movies for you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sweet. That a boy. I, I love this little stretch from you. But I'm going to keep my theme the same. Is Jack, I'm not so worried about your team. This is more fun for me playing against you. I need to beat Steve. And when I look at the board right now, similar to in real fantasy, you got to go get a running back early. The fact that we haven't looked at the Christmas specials or the holiday specials yet, that should be alarming for everyone because there's not a lot of great ones. So I'm going to go after one that I think Steve's going to take. I'm going to go with Charlie Brown Christmas here as my holiday special. Oh, wow. I can't believe you don't know my holiday special. It's a layup. I think I've watched it four times this year. Well, I don't have much to say other than I took this because I think Charlie Brown's just a mega classic. It's played every single year. I think it's the most iconic holiday special. So I'm going to go for the heavy hitter here with my third round pick. I do really like the pick. um, And I think it is the chalk like favorite. I I think that's an amazing Christmas movie. I I do revisit that one every year. But that's great. Is this considered a special? By the way, oh yeah, oh yeah. I thought this was a oh, one-off yeah. movie. No, I it's mean, um, do it for all the holidays. Holiday specials, I think, range through a lot of things. Um, like you can get your Rudolph, your Frosty, those those twenty-six minute uh, little TV spots, or you can go out and get your your BoJack Horseman holiday special if you want. Um, That's what I was more thinking of, like you know, uh, the gardens. And, holiday yeah. special i didn't know that charlie brown was in that category Keep going. that's all right i went down that road to jack but i am going to take one of those guys at some point in the draft i think um my next pick though i am going with a, a recent favorite santa claus is the main character i'm taking klaus have, have either of you two seen this movie yet i don't think so oh my god it's wonderful um i have been badgered to watch it for about a year now by one of my good friends and it is so so amazing i don't think jk simmons like i don't think anybody's above him on the on the voice acting tier list oh this is animated yes it is and it so is what, a, what is klaus about so basically this there's the postmaster general sends his son his like burnout son to this town in the middle of nowhere where this whole like Hatfield and McCoy's rivalry is going on. And the, the postman's son meets Santa Claus and they like unite to bring the Christmas spirit to the town and make everybody like happy again. It is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. That's, that's heartwarming. Jack, what, what are your thoughts? Does JK Simmons cosplay his uh, role in Invincible? <laughs> no, but he is a very strong and powerful man in this as well. Um, <laughs> this is Jason Schwartzman also voices the uh, the postman's son. So great, great voice acting across the board. And this is also a quick fun fact. The only Christmas movie to be nominated for Best Animated Feature at the Oscars. This lost to Toy Story 4. Um, it was in the I lost my body year too, so kind of a shame. Wow, yeah. what a what a steal there! I think you might have just gotten like like Tank Dell here. You may have reached. I think I but did. You got some firepower here. You got an Oscar nom. I love it. Um, and then I think I have to go to my animated movie. I'm taking Frosty the Snowman. 
Yeah, that one stings. Yeah, that one I, stings. I love it. Um, Ty, I think we bonded over this last year in the Christmas bracket, which if you haven't listened to it, everybody go check that out. It's one of my favorite episodes to this day. Um, this is just the one that I was always look forward to seeing when it was uh, popping on cable as a kid. Steve, I, I'm guessing this is what losing a black Christmas feels like. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe this one. This one cut deep. This is arguably my favorite like Christmas movie ever. I don't care if it's a special. What category are you putting this in? Animated. Okay. All right. I, I ha- I'm curious. What are we considering animated? Like, can we do stop motion? I've never understood. Like, what does Fantastic Mr. Fox fall under? Yeah, it's stop motion. It's stop motion animation. So, yes. Um, All right. Good to know. Good to know. All right. Um, That changes things. I was definitely going to go frosty there. So, I'm a little rattled. I'm a little rattled. I can't lie. But I'm just going to go for some more firepower here. I'm going to just go straight Christmas comedy. Not rom-com. I'm going to go again. I don't love this movie. I prefer the original, but everyone seems to love Christmas Vacation. I'm going to take this in my fourth round and just go for a juggernaut. It's a great pick. It's a it's a it's a fun one. Um, I don't tend to revisit that one often, but I have fond memories of watching it as a kid. I was always an original, and my dad and I will still reference that one. We watched the original on Thanksgiving this year. We were laughing our asses off. Maybe if I go back and watch Christmas Vacation, I'd be okay. But producer Jack, this seems like one of like three Christmas movies you would actually have seen. Yeah, I chimed in and said, uh, "Great pick." Um, this is another one that I've never seen, but I feel like it's totally <laughs> up my Great alley. Pick. Like I, I like which we can get into uh, when I make my uh, elongated uh, Jack Began movie list uh, and what meets the criteria. Um, because usually I don't acknowledge movies before like 2010. Um, but I'm a big Chevy Chase guy, like old, old Chevy Chase. I, I like him obviously in Caddyshack, just one of the 10 movies I've seen. Um, (laughs) Christmas Vacation though, feels like a movie I would like. So add that to the hypothetical list of movies I want to see, but we'll never see. Okay. Um, don't worry, Jack. I think there's still a lot of great Christmas comedies on the board. I think this would be a good time to grab them because... I'm sure Steve knows that I might have just missed a great opportunity here. But that's just my two cents. I'm curious to see what you're going to do with your next two picks. Um, well, they don't call me Producer Jack for uh, no particular reason. But if you were oh, listening, um, I already took a comedy uh, with Elf. So mm-hmm. that's off the board. Um, let me go with action here. And you'd think, well, if this kid's just looking up like a list of movies on Google, like whatever. Die Hard comes to mind. That's not my pick here. Give me the Born Identity. <laughs> and again, this is a little bit of a, a high school musical uh, explanation. Um, do both of you remember the scene where um, they visit, I'm blanking on her name, but the foreign chick's uh, brother and the two kids in the house. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. And you've got the assassin coming um, and like the dog's gone and you're like, oh shit, someone's here for Bourne. Um, if you remember, it's snowing during that scene and there's, there's snow and the cornfields of when he's out ducking through. That's true. Yep. That's, that is true. Looking for, uh, looking for his boy. So uh, that was an easy one. 
um, I, I got the turn too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Gonna, what are you gonna, gonna do? Point supremacy. We're gonna post <laughs> Jack's draft recap, and people are just gonna say like, "Is this what, what the what, fuck? <laughs> how is this a Christmas movie draft? The snow movie draft." You know, I started off with Elf, so people maybe that will be the lead into the to the clip, and people will be like, "Okay, this guy knows what he's talking about." And then you get to twenty seconds in, and, and then the thousand yard stare after that. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas adjacent. This one, I, this this one's more of a Christmas movie. Uh, give me Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Wow! Yeah. Wow, I love it. I love it. Interesting. Um, more specifically, uh, there is a scene where Harry, um, is talking to Hermione in the library. Hermione and Ron are at ends. Um, I think Ron wanted Hermione to ask him, but really Ron being the the guy who's supposed to ask Hermione, she wasn't having it. So they're at, 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 at ends and she's bringing someone else. Harry ends up bringing Luna Lovegood. And all I remember from this scene is them walking in, you know, you got like the, the wreaths and the, the Christmas decor walking through this big hallway, um, arm in arm. And in the little corner, you see Draco Malfoy just lurking. <laughs> and he's checking him out. And uh, I couldn't tell you what happens after that, but that's always stuck in my mind. <laughs> Christmas movie. Thank, thanks for painting the picture, producer Jack. That was beautiful. It's interesting, I'm loving these picks. Ty, you, you aren't a big Harry Potter guy, but in uh, the first one, A Sorcerer's Stone, um, it is like explicitly Christmas. Like everybody gets gifts and everything. <laughs> in Prisoner of Azkaban, the third one, they have like this village, this like winter village that they frequent that feels very Christmassy as well. I have no recollection of any Christmas in Half-Blood Prince. Jack's like shit. He got me. Deep cut. Yep. Just keep finding those those snow movies. That cold vibe movie. These are all loosely Christmas adjacent movies. But that's okay. That's okay. I, I trust you, producer Jack. I'm trusting the vision. But again, I'm still rattled that I lost Frost to the Snowman. I had really I really thought I was gonna get that one. Can I interject so for a sec, Ty? Sure. I will trade you Frosty the Snowman and my 10th round pick for Black Christmas and your 11th round pick. No, I mean, it would have to be, there'd have to be a first round swap somewhere. I mean, uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Anything more. That's okay. That's okay. I got an expiring contract for that. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure out we'll figure out the details post draft. Okay, but I, I appreciate the the trade offer. I do, but fuck all that. Um, we both were kind of shocked that Jack didn't take this action movie. I feel like I have to get it. It's still on the board. Give me my action Christmas movie. I'm going Die Hard. It's just it's a no brainer. It's one of the greatest action movies of all time, and Bruce Willis in that role kind of changed the like action movie star archetype. Like you had the Arnold's, the the Stallones of the world, just these big jack guys killing people. And then Bruce Willis shows up in Die Hard and he's kind of an average Joe that just kicks ass as John McClane. And then we've seen action stars kind of pivot towards this like normal looking physique. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, 
And then you have Robert Pattinson even refusing to to put on any muscle for the Batman. <laughs> How far we've come. <laughs> that that makes me sick. Yeah. Um, okay. The next the next off the board for me is a really divisive one. Um, and I, I I know you hate it, Ty. I'm going with the Polar Express for my modern movie. I am a sucker for this movie. I remember being, I think, like three years old when it came out. And I, I believe it was 05. Uh, I had to leave the theater because I was so scared of the ghost hobo on top of the train. Um, I have since really come to enjoy it. And I, I, I can get past the weird looking animation for just the beauty of the story involved. So the reason I've always been an anti-Polar Express guy has nothing to do with the movie. I barely remember it. It's the experience of watching that movie. You mentioned it came out in 2005. I was in kindergarten, and it was this weird event where they brought all of the kindergartners into the community room at my elementary school. They put it on like a projection screen. You got really shitty hot chocolate with like really shitty like marshmallows in it, and I burnt my tongue. So... I was just frustrated the whole time I was watching. And I just, I think the animation may have thrown me off or like I was sitting next to my crush, but something happened where I just did not want to be there anymore. I didn't want to be watching this movie and it stuck. I've never rewatched it. It is the first um, completely like CGI animated movie. And I think that like historically that actually is fairly important, Um, but it does. There are some weird moments in there. (laughs) I gotta ask, uh, five-year-old you, like, do you have a notepad next to you? Or are you like, well, this is my movie grade, but uh, last grade, I, I don't know. Uh, like, was that was that ripping through your mind? You know, I think at the time, I was just, I remember, like, in the community room, this was a big deal. I don't know about you guys, but like, do you remember when you'd sit next to a girl and like in one of those community rooms, crisscross applesauce, and you were just like inching your way over to like try and like go knee to knee and like touch knees <laughs> i was always scheming like that five years old yeah oh yeah oh oh yeah um oh. like my i remember like a dude my first grade crush like i remember vividly trying to like make sure my leg grazed against hers when we were sitting crisscross <laughs> applesauce that was a big deal that was a big deal so in that case um i know i didn't really answer your question but I- i'm I was not, I think that would have constituted as a good blast grade if, if our legs grazed. So that, that, that was the, the criteria then. I think you should actually revisit it. Um, it, it feels like a Thai movie when I watch it now. So maybe give oh. it a shot this year. Um, my next pick though, I'm really torn here between two, but I think I have to go with my rom-com. I'm taking When Harry Met Sally, arguably the greatest Ooh. rom-com of all time. Oof, that's that's a good that's a that's a chalk pick. That's taking Die Hard right there. Oh yeah, you, oh yeah. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. I'm happy to hear you took your rom com though. I like mine. It's more of a deep cut. I think I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna take it late. This is like I'm going for like the Jake Ferguson route here. You know, okay. Dalton Kincaid. I'm gonna I'm okay. gonna wait. I'm gonna yeah. wait for my rom com. But Steve, I like that pick. Steve, um, is that peak Billy Crystal? Um. I think I would make an argument for Blazing Saddles. Monsters, Inc.? Uh, I don't know. I, like, 
do you think Monsters Inc. Billy Crystal? I I I think my argument for Apex Mountain, if you, if you're if we're talking about this, for Billy Crystal is going to be Blazing Saddles. Hard to argue. Can you give me the five second synopsis of that movie and what year it came out? Oh <laughs> lord, it's been a long time since I've seen it. It's Blazing Saddles was a seventies seventies movie, right? Yeah, it's like this meta um, kind of comedy about just. I don't know, dudes in the West. Like, yeah, it, Jack, have you ever seen so Spaceballs? No. Okay, it's like, yeah, they're like spoof movies. They're Mel Brooks spoof movies. Got it. Blazing Saddles was a spoof Western. Mm-hmm. Cool. Have not seen either. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Steve, Come I think, think I of it, I completely back. got that wrong. It's not, he's not in Blazing Saddles. I'm thinking of City Slickers. But yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so sorry, guys. We're keeping I'm, We're I'm keeping failing you. Um, City Slickers, though, is is my pick. They're similar in my in my memory. Um, and Jack, City Slickers is about like a group of four businessmen who go out in the middle of the wild and like try and survive. Okay, and this is a '70s movie too. Um, I think it's '80s. Yeah, I think oh, it's '80s. Noted. Yeah, that's not that's not going on Jack's list. <laughs> Pre two thousand ten, that movie doesn't exist. Yeah, that's not real. Is Michael B. Jordan in it? No, <laughs> not watching. Can't it. Okay, uh, Steve, did I steal your turn pick? Or uh, no, that was it. Because I took um, I took Polar Express and, and Harry Met Sally. Yep. Okay. Great. So it is my turn. Hip hip. All right. So. To recap, I have taken my action, my comedy, my Christmas adjacent, my holiday special, and my horror. Again, I think I can hold off on rom-com. I think it's time to go Santa. I don't think there's a lot of great Santa-designated Christmas movies unless you want to go the action route, which I don't want to do. I'm going one of those classic specials. I'm going Santa Claus is Coming to Town. The the short special, it's that stop-motion animation where you learn the origin story of santa claus where he goes into town with the the burgermeister you know what i'm talking about and he bans toys in the town so he has to like climb up the chimneys and you know he grows a beard and he starts using elves to help him with all the gifts it's a, it's a great movie it's a it's a great one to come back to i like this pick it's it's a good one i was expecting you ty to go with the santa claus the the tim allen movie no yeah, was, ne- was never a, a Santa Claus guy with Tim Allen. Interesting. I'm up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was a Santa Claus guy, by the way. Um, I always, aren't there like three or four of them? They all just kind of are. There's bullish. a couple. Are you going to watch the new show? <laughs> <laughs> it's on my list. Oh my um, right. All right. So not going with. Tim Allen here, uh, but we'll stay on the Santa route. Mean Girls. What? Again, um, let me paint a picture. You know, when they're performing at the talent show and they're all dressed up in the Santa outfits, the Santa hat, um, they're doing a little dance. Yeah, our ticket to going viral is having Ty do that for TikTok. Right. That was actually uh, in my notes. Um, Santa. Me. Put it on the content calendar. <laughs> okay, Jack. Uh, great pick. 
Thanks. I, I thought it wouldn't be here by by this point. So, feel <laughs> for me. Um, this next one, um, I know neither of you will have on your list because I don't even think it's out yet. Um, for modern, give me Wonka. Um, and I know you just. <laughs> I know we just talked about um, on last pod, well, two pods ago, um, the actor stock market and buying stock in actors. I'm a big Timmy Chalamet guy. I think this movie is going to make a shit ton of money. He's already a star, but 2024 is going to be the year of Timothy Chalamet. And I'm already putting my stamp on it right now. Wonka is going to be a modern day classic. Give it five years. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. a that's a wild take. Um, and Jack, just so you know, and I know you're not as connected to the film world. It's been the year of Timothy Chalamet for like the last six years. Further <laughs> <laughs> proves my point. The guy's just a rock star. Nah, he's just he's just getting there. He's still on the come up. <laughs> Stay alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, once he hits the mainstream, that that guy's gonna blow up for sure. Yep. Yeah, I've got this deep cut kid. I'm pretty sure he was an interstellar for like six minutes. I like Chalamet here. I like yeah, I love Beautiful Boy, the book. Yeah, Jack is just good. Jack is the biggest chlamydia guy you're ever gonna meet. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, for real. Pause. Um, but no, good pick. I guess we can just jump into the future. This is great. This is this is a an untapped potential I didn't even think of. Ty's miscellaneous is Dune Part 2. Yeah, I was just going there. But don't worry. I have just... Also, miscellaneous is like drafter's choice, right? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Listening to Jack has inspired me to change my drafter's choice, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait for that one. That's going to be my my secret weapon in the 16th round of our fantasy draft here. But no, look, it's, it's it's a tough swing here, you know? I don't know what to do with classic anymore because you took it's a wonderful life and I'm panicking, but I'll come back to it. I'll figure it out. I always do. I have another I trade just... to offer. If, if you're open to it right now. Sure. Let's hear it. I will give you it's a wonderful life and frosty for black Christmas. Uh, what else is on your team? Die hard Rocky four. And Rocky, uh, what what's Rocky Four under? Christmas adjacent. Yeah, I'll, I'll swap. If, if you give me Rocky Four and Black Christmas, I'll give you Wonderful Life and um, Frosty. Oh God! While you're while you're thinking about that, um, I can swoop in here like the like Sam Presti and the Thunder. Um, if you need a third team to make the deal work. Um, the born identity is on the trade block. So either of you are like, perfect. Um, that can be a, a third team. Yeah. You know what? No, I just, I have to keep, I have to keep digging here. I think I'm just going to get it off the board. It was going to be my miscellaneous, but I told you I'm pivoting. I'm going to consider Rudolph the red nosed reindeer, a classic. I'm going to take that as my classic pick. Again, one of these great stop motion Christmas classics. I love this movie. It's as simple as that. Fair. I mean, the, the rules stated that the the definition of a classic was it had to be black and white, but... Right. Is there anything beyond It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah. I mean, my 
favorite classic, which I was planning on drafting, but then didn't despite you is miracle on 34th street. Um, have you seen that? I swear to God. No. Oh my God. It's about like this department store, Santa who meets this little girl and he's like, I'm the real big man. And he is, and it's fucking awesome. Damn it. I've heard nothing but great things too. This is going to be tough. All right. Well, Hey, rules are rules. I'm going to have to figure this out. All right. I'm just going to have to figure this out. We'll go. Oh man. All right. For my modern, my modern one, I, I like the Christmas Carol story, but since it has to be modern, I'm going to go the 2009 animated version. Give me a Christmas Carol. This is the Jim Carrey one with the wonky, like Tim Burton esque animation. Mm-hmm. I, I love Jim Carrey as Scrooge here. I think this movie's kind of underappreciated, but I've always loved it. I think I saw it at the right age. It was like one of those movies you watched in English, like your junior year of high school when your teacher didn't care anymore. I I, I loved it. I've Christmas always been Carol. surprised that Jim Carrey doesn't get more voice work because I feel like right. whenever I see him in that in that setting, it's always a welcome surprise. I think he does great. He's one. I think we we know. I mean, Steve, you would know this better than anyone. I think he's one of the more underappreciated actors we have right now. Yeah, you know, Eternal Sunshine still somehow. I think it's starting to get its flowers, but still kind of goes under the radar, especially his performance in it. Jim Carrey is is the Matt Ryan of movies. He's always there. He's always performing. And you kind of just take it for granted. <laughs> is well, Sonic it, 2 his like Colts Matt Ryan era? Yes, like, absolutely it is. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. All right. I, I, I do like the pick tie. It was on my long list. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with my holiday special, which I can't believe you didn't see coming. Scooby-Doo Haunted Holidays. Come on. Shit. It, I, I've, I've got to take a Scooby-Doo movie here. Um, this one is Man. very, very fun, very good. Um, only 26 minutes, so it's easy to revisit every year. And one that I come back to often. Um, then I've got my comedy pick here because I think my Christmas adjacent and wild card are safe. I'm taking Scrooged, um, the Bill Murray movie from, I, I believe that's the 80s, maybe 90s. Uh, this is one that I just have fond memories of laughing at when I was growing up. I've, I've loved this for as long as I can remember. And Bill Murray is, uh, much like Jim Carrey, I think one of the best comedic actors of all time. I, it's hard to argue with that one. I like Scrooge. That's a good movie. Yeah. JJ, what about you? Have you seen that one? Uh, have not. Um, mm. He knows who Bill, Bill Murray is, though, because of Caddyshack. So, <laughs> right. yes, exactly. I was just about to yeah make the connection. Um, is Space Jam on your list? <laughs> I have seen Space Jam, but no, I can make a list. Um, Bill Murray, great, great actor. Hot take. <laughs> Thanks, JJ. All right, I'm back on the board. I want to make sure I'm getting these right. Um, you know, I think we're at the halfway point. Is this round seven? We're closing uh, in towards the later rounds. Uh, I've got yeah. four spots left for me. So. Four? You, oh, you have four spots? Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm losing track of one. Then one, three, four. No, we're good. We have. I have four remaining. I've got my classic spot, my rom-com, my animated, and my drafter's choice left. Um, since I already... You know what? I just, I just have to take it. Steve, you kicked the shit out of me by taking It's a Wonderful Life. I just have to swallow my pride and take a movie I haven't seen. Miracle on 34th Street is going to be my classic. Has to be taken. 
Did it, Steve take that? No, no, no. no I didn't. It's I a, took he it's stole a It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe you just had to stick it to me. I, I really didn't think you'd be able to do it. Hey, man. I mean, I think it's a very flawed portrayal of depression and mental health, but it's worth it because you entered this draft choosing to have an attitude of fuck me. And, and it's working. Yeah. It's working. Um, I know I'm up. I'm just debating uh, which two to pair here because uh, my last four are some heaters. Um, you know how we talked about uh, I don't acknowledge anything. 2010 was a stretch. Let's say 1990. Um, so when you know Steve – throughout the layout for this draft and said um, classics being black and white. That is an auto red flag for me um, <laughs> on movies that I will never see. So for classic, um, I've written down here in my notes, uh, non-applicable, N-A. So this is <laughs> to be um, space. Um, because no movie will meet my criteria. So N-A. Um. My next pick, uh, let's go holiday special here. Um, I'm a little worried this one might be on your guys' list. Um, but give me the Christmas Day NBA slate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, nothing better waking up, opening presents. Putzing around a little bit. 11 a.m. Central time hits, and you already got the Knicks on, and basketball's already rolling. Um, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., there is NBA basketball on, and there's really nothing better. Nothing better. Um, so if, if that was on your guys' list, don't uh, I, I apologize, but that one's off the board. I'll scratch it off my list. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I'm – I'm... Just dying because I'm so glad that I got the honey baked ham as, as my holiday special, you know. <laughs> Thank God I've got the football slate left here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Excellent picks, Jack. Thank you. NA and NBA slate on Christmas. It's you're really making it tough for me here. But with a couple left, um, I think I'm just gonna go my animated movie here. I don't think I grabbed one yet because I went uh, Christmas special instead and took Charlie Brown. So my animated, I'm going to take Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's a great choice. Um, This spawned my sister's uh, horrible fear of claymation. Um, I I think she's still afraid of the abominable snowman. I was just going to say, that thing scared the shit out of me as a kid. (laughs) It always reminded me of of the Wampa in Star Wars. Yep. Is the Abominable Snowman in that movie like a top 10 underrated villains ever? <laughs> top 10 redemption arcs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. I love it. Um, I That had to come off the board. I'm glad you took it. And I'm really surprised that How the Grinch Stole Christmas is still there. I'm not going to take it, though. It doesn't fill out my team well. Um, I am settling this round with my second favorite horror movie around the holidays. 
and one of the funniest watches um, for the season. I'm going Krampus. Uh, I was surprised this took that long. Is it just because he knew we weren't going to take it? Yeah, I thought it was too deep of a cut for Jack, or he's going to hit us with another NA. Um, But I love the Adam Scott performance in this movie. I remember seeing it in theaters when it came out and just dying laughing the entire time, especially when the when the Eden credits roll around and the song is just belting out Christmas, Christmas, Krampus, Christmas, like just on a loop. It's awesome. Um, I find myself revisiting this every year. Um, it's a necessity and it's just a great, great time to watch. Now for my Christmas adjacent and the one that I'm sure you saw coming, Ty, this was just recently voted as triple a 24s. um, favorite a24 holiday movie this is the green knight yep that was a no-brainer no-brainer jack steve and i saw this movie together in the theaters did you ever read the green knight in english jack seems like something you wouldn't have done even if you were assigned it (laughs) right there you go but no okay so my point exactly either way so the the book is kind of it's a good book but it's a boring english book go to the theater and Steve and I sit down. We don't say anything to each other the entire time. We get out. Steve is like, yeah, that's one of the best movies of the year. Loved it. And I think the first words out of my mouth were like, wow, that was boring. Like, What, what was the point of that? And I, I don't think we had a very nice car ride home after that. It was kind of a, a powwow. And Ty, here's what I want to encourage you to do. Um, after revisiting Blade Runner 2049 so many times, I found an appreciation for it. Um, and it is now one of my favorites. I think these two movies are very similar. Blade Runner 2049 is the futuristic version of Green Knight, and I encouraged you to, over the next four, three years, rewatch this movie one time and just tell me what you think. That's a, t- that's a tall task. Jack, we should watch it together. I think you would really, really, really like it. Let's watch it tonight. Um What's the Christmas uh, vibes going on in this movie? So the premise of this is this basically like knight made out of trees, the green knight, comes into Sir Arthur's Christmas party and says, I challenge you to a Christmas game. You, whatever knight you choose can land a blow on me and I will return that blow in one year. And... Sir Gawain comes up, and I don't know if it's Gawain or Gawain, um, comes up and chops the Green Knight's head off, thinking that, well, now the guy can't return the blow. And then the Green Knight picks up his head, rides off, and the rest of the story is Sir Gawain going to the Green Knight's like place of, of rest, I guess. It's not really a castle or anything. And um, preparing to have his head chopped off. <laughs> Is Ben Affleck in this movie? <laughs> uh, do they watch? Uh, do they have Slate Day? The NBA Slate on Christmas in this? I'm adding that to the criteria of vegan movies. Um, all all jokes concept. aside, though, this is like one of the most beautifully shot movies I've ever seen in my life, and has one of the most well fleshed out character arcs I think of all time as well. Yeah, uh, I, I can't. Technically, it's flawless. I just. If you're saying it might be a Thai movie, then I need to revisit fine. But at the time, it was not a Thai movie. So Fair. great, great pick. I, I can't I can't knock you for it. I'm happier with my Rocky Four pick, but I I understand it. It's 
It's textbook. I'm trying to think of the football comp here. You know, is it like I'm trying to think of like a ninth round quarterback that just makes sense? You know, is it's it Tucker Kirk Cousins? In the 14th. I was going to say Cousins. Tucker in the 14th is another one too. You know, just the bet the best in the game right now. But is he going to give you 15 a week? No, but he's Tucker, so you got to grab him. Yeah, one of the best. All right, can't knock you for it. So here with two picks to go. I'm going to get my rom-com now. I'm really glad no one took this. I don't, I don't think anyone had any intentions of taking it. I'm going to go Four Christmases. I have a weird nostalgia for this movie because it's one of those movies my dad loves. It's hard to find newer movies that my dad actually likes. It's one that he will quote endlessly. There are two like notable scenes that I always come back to. There's a scene where the couples are playing a game of taboo, and then there's another scene where... Vince Vaughn is holding a baby and it like throws up on him. Just all time classic Vince Vaughn performance. It's one of my favorite Vince Vaughn comedies. Jack, if you haven't seen this, I think it might be a Jack Began movie. Uh, you're talking me into it. I like Vince Vaughn. Um, I haven't seen a Vince Vaughn movie in a while, in a long time, probably. And I say, I haven't seen a Vince Vaughn movie in a while. I'm just thinking wedding crashers. Uh, <laughs> All right, let me give you the premise. So it's Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon. They meet up. They're together. I'm pretty sure they're not married, but they definitely don't have kids, and they don't want kids. They enjoy their life um, just doing their thing, two of them doing whatever they want. But the catch is they both have parents that have divorced and remarried, so they have to go to four different Christmases where it's just a shit show of you know nieces, nephews, uncles, aunts, mom, dad, just a disaster, and they find out new information about each other when they were kids and it's just it's just an all-time classic i'm pretty sure bob duvall is in it he plays vince vaughn's dad you please check this one out this is this is a vegan movie this this was on my short list whoa okay that's that's surprising i didn't know anyone actually liked this movie but i think it's great the fact that both of you are into it i i'll add it and you know i'm just being funny guy with most of these picks but um like love actually the holiday any rom-com I'm, I'm a sucker for so this this is this is on the list vegan what's your favorite rom-com the holiday um honorable mention though the family stone i don't know if anyone's seen that one it's probably a, a hybrid hallmark um it's not not hallmark uh, it was in the theaters but it's probably like 15 years old it's good really sad <laughs> how to lose a guy in 10 days has always been mine it's fair. Ten things I hate about you for me. Saw that coming. Saw that coming. Steve, I'm not kidding you. I have gotten, I think it's like everyone that I was working with in Dallas said that I look like Heath Ledger. And then when I dropped the Leave the World Behind versus Godzilla minus one TikTok, had like 50,000 views. A bunch of people were like, bro looks like Heath Ledger. <laughs> so... Shame, shameless plug there. Awesome, It's like man. one of the best compliments I've ever gotten. Yeah, Good seriously. That's, Heath Ledger's A+. Plus. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. But I'm also going to go insane. Like, I might actually become the Joker. So that's probably what they meant. <laughs> but that's okay. All right. So, JJ, I think it's your pick, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I forget. Am I rounding out the draft here? Yeah. Or no, I was, yeah, you're, I was, you're, I was you're hitting your 10 and 11 right now. Yeah. That was the first pick. Um, so with horror, uh, I was debating going NA because I am notorious for 
you know, even a lick of something scary in a movie, no shot. I'm watching it. Um, this one's uh, fucking scary. Um, and I just, I'm glad that it fell to me this far. Um, but give me Jack Frost. Um, <laughs> Michael Keaton, uh, Kelly Preston looks great in that. Um, this still, this trailer, I watched it today for the first time in probably 17 years. When bro turns into a snowman, freaks me out. I, I, don't, I didn't like it at all. Um, I didn't like it when I was a kid. I remember watching it and probably crying uh, through most of it. Um, not my favorite. Not my favorite at all. But uh, that one's off the board. Um, I was fully expecting, me. Jack, sorry to interject here, but I was fully expecting you to go live action Grinch. Ooh. That, that's a great pick too. That one's that one's freaky. Steve, we need to do like a full blown pod, like a top ten non horror movies that would scare the shit out of Jack, and like read him the premise, and then him tell us like, yeah, there's no way. I'm so down. Number one, Field of Dreams. <laughs> well, if you guys gave me that list, I would just do what I do with most movies and go read the entire plot line on Wikipedia, um, and then just you know be ready for whatever comes and scares me. So. Uh, no worries there quick have either of you seen jack frost like do you know what i'm talking about yeah i haven't mm-hmm. steve no no um i think it was 98 came out um young michael keaton youngish but batman days um it has an awful rotten tomato score so jj since we're on the topic of michael keaton and the topic of vegan movies pacific heights it's one of one of brad's favorites i think you would like it um I, I need to make <laughs> um yeah i'm not watching that <laughs> yeah okay uh next pick. um no brad actually just uh steve i was telling ty uh, right before this but quick brad plug um he sent me a tiktok out of the blue of a clip from oh my god I'm gladiator <laughs> gladiator oh. he's like add it to the list so shout out brad need to watch that as well um, that is not on my list. This last one, um, a movie I have not seen, but good Lord, I am excited to see it when I do. This oh one boy. is called Something from Tiffany's. Um, I don't know if uh, either of you have even heard of this one. I, I believe it was 2020 it came out. So maybe it got lost in the, in the COVID shuffle. Um, but really, just two things stood out to me here. <laughs> I'm not even able to get through this. Um, <laughs> the two leading actresses in this movie, Zoe Deutsch and Shay Mitchell. Good Lord. I saw those two names. Um, I watched the trailer. And just two beautiful women doing, uh, you know, Playing great. Doesn't even matter what it's about. You just say those two names and you hang it up. I could not tell you. I just saw those two names, especially Shay Mitchell, and I was just like, sign me up. Drafter's Choice, something from Tiffany's. Go check it out. I was fully expecting like a deep dive into Rebecca Hall's filmography to try and find some like random movie that like has a hint of December (laughs) in it. (laughs) Her acting debut, whatever that was. Yeah, that will play. Well, Jack, absolutely exceptional pick there. 
Thank you for that breakdown. And again, you inspired me the way you drafted and were able to dissect movies. It's just like had like a fleck of snow or maybe a pine tree in the background and consider that a Christmas movie. I thought, you know what? Let's use Rudolph early. Let's just do something different for director's choice. Give me the Dark Knight Rises. Um, After Bruce makes the triumphant climb with just the beautiful Hans Zimmer score, he shows back up in Gotham in six minutes. And when he shows up and talks with Catwoman, it's snowing. It's winter there. I'm going to consider The Dark Knight Rises my new favorite Christmas movie (laughs) under the Jack Began guidelines. That is awesome. Thank you. There is actually, I I think they like mentioned Christmas a number of times in that movie. I have never thought of it as a Christmas adjacent movie though. Well, it's on my list and I'm so happy. This is like taking, uh, gosh, what was his name? Deontay Freeman, the Atlanta back his rookie year. And he just went berserk. He took him (laughs) in the 16th round and he was just unbelievable. Kareem Hunt, his rookie year on the Chiefs. That's Um, a great one. That's a great one. All right. I am stretching the rules here just a tad bit. On my director's uh, choice to, to round it out. But cheated. since we talk about limited series being so close to movies um, on this pod so much, and this limited, or this, it's a limited series miniseries. It is less than three hours long total. So I think that this has to count in here. This is FX's A Christmas Carol. It's directed by Nick Murphy from 2019, starring Guy Pierce as Scrooge. Andy Serkis is the ghost of Christmas past. This is my absolute favorite rendition. And I remember last year revisiting it and thinking, this like grabs me so much more than any other version of A Christmas Carol. So I go to Letterboxd to log it. Ty, what do you think the first review, the top review on Letterboxd is for this movie? Like the grade or the comment? The comment. Oh gosh, do I even want to know? Zack Snyder's a Christmas Carol. It is, and that's exactly what it is. The every Mic the drop. way it's shot, everything is is amazing. Um, I highly recommend checking this one out if you haven't. I think it's on Hulu. Um, and like I said, it is a limited series, but it's under three hours. So I've never like watched it over multiple days. I've always just sat down and kind of sat through it. Well, I mean, you literally could have just said, "Hey, FX is a Christmas Carol." basically Zack Snyder's Christmas Carol and drop the mic. And I would have said you won the draft. That was, that was awesome. Thank you for that. Hell yeah. I uh, check it out. Ty. I actually think you'd love it. I mean, all you had to say was Snyder. <laughs> Speaking of Snyder really quick, how excited are you guys for rebel moon? Are oh, we getting haunt. another special? Yeah. It, it's going to be a classic. Yeah. I, I feel it. I JJ, get... are you going to watch it? A thousand percent. I'm, I'm kind of bummed. I'm going to be home and we, can't throw this thing on together but um yeah I'm, I'm i'm part of the snyder army uh ty ran me through the ringer of uh man of steel bvs and obviously snyder cut and fell in love i i'm in the camp i think that's better than any three three film run uh on Marvel's side so let's give me, go give awesome. steve get ready for this jack what's your favorite of the three bvs extended version though only extended version yep you're making my day here that's what I'm here this to do. He's got a little, a little something. You put Ben Affleck in a movie, in a superhero movie, he'll, he'll give you a good take. All so, right. really quick before we wrap up here, Jack, you know, if you took note of this, and I'm sure that you did, you know, do you want to run us through your, your, your team real quick? 
Yeah, yeah, I got the roster right here. Um, classic, uh, obviously not applicable. Na, um, modern, total steel, Wonka, uh, Santa, Mean Girls, action, The Born Identity, comedy, Chalk Pick, Elf, rom com, High School Musical. Shout out Zach Efron. He just got his Hollywood star the other day. Um, animated. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Christmas Adjacent. Harry Potter. Not Sorcerer's Stone. Not Prisoner of Azkaban. Half-Blood Prince. Holiday Special. NBA on ABC. Christmas Day. Horror. Jack Frost. Um, and Drafter's Choice, again, another, just one I'm, I'm probably going to watch tonight, um, late night. Something from Tiffany's. Late night, after I go to bed. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. with that slate, I'm I'm more and more surprised that LeBron's Sprite Cranberry commercial didn't get drafted. Oh my god, or the um, the classic Jingle Bells where they're all shooting into the oh, yeah, That's, that's a, a good great commercial. One. That's a good one. Guys, I'm so sorry. There's like we've got Fast and Furious outside my window. So if you hear just cars roaring by, it's because Dom Toretto is racing to the Ceramac right next door. <laughs> is Fast and Furious a Christmas movie? I'm sure we could find some snow in one of those. Yeah, hey, I mean, it's all about the power of family, right? Yep. It, it blends yes. in with the themes. I think it works. I think it plays. No, but with that said, I'll I'll, I'll talk through my team really quick. Uh, in the first round, I took my horror pick. Sorry, Steve. We have a Black Christmas. Uh, Christmas adjacent. In the second round, I went Rocky Four for the holiday special. I took Charlie Brown Christmas. In my fourth spot, I took a Christmas comedy in Christmas Vacation. At the five spot, I took an action movie. I went Die Hard. Again, another Christmas adjacent movie. Then in the sixth round, I took um, my modern, but it's a modern animation. I went A Christmas Carol, the Jim Carrey one. In the seventh round, I took a classic because It's a Wonderful Life was off the board. Had to go Miracle on 34th. Um, eighth round, I went Animation, went Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. In the ninth round, I took my rom-com, Four Christmases. And then the final round, I for my director's or my drafter's choice, I went The Dark Knight Rises. It's a great Dark squad. Rises, yeah, is unbelievable. Um, quick question for both of you because we didn't address it when you talked about Die Hard. Um, but I got to give you the, the film talk question. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I mean, yes. I, I think it's so lame when people limit Christmas movies to being just about Christmas. Like, let's have some fun here. Why can't on December 25th, I just get all cozy and watch John McClane just rip through a hotel full of terrorists? You know, it, what's wrong with that? I agree. And I think that, Christmas movies in general matter less about what they're about and more about the time you watch them. Like I have memories growing up every year watching Die Hard with my dad on Christmas. So of course I'm going to think of it as a Christmas movie. I think it's more about just, uh, just making the memories, the blast memories around that Christmas time of year is, is what makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie. And Jack, that's why I watch Rocky four all the time because it forces me to go to the gym on Christmas. And it's got the holiday spirit. Steve just, you know, put that whole thing together so perfectly um, and encapsulates what my list today was all about. Just finding the holiday spirit in anything. So okay. Dude, I, you're, again, your breakdown of 
like you like your movies has me thinking about all these movies I missed out on like National Treasure the opening scene where they're like in Antarctica you could have gone Transformers when Sam Witwicky's grandfather is like trapped in the ice and they find the glasses there are so many movies that we just haven't tapped into that could be Christmas movies. Look the, what you've done. The blast long list of top 100 Christmas movies is going to be insane. Oh, led by producer Jack <laughs> or an identity. I was the missing piece to this podcast. <laughs> okay. I will recap mine um, and then close this thing out. Cause this is, I think been a great pod. For my classic, I took in the first round, It's a Wonderful Life, even though I despise the movie. In the second round, I took my action movie, Batman Returns. Third round, Santa Claus in main character, I took Klaus. My animated movie, I took Frosty the Snowman. My modern, I took Polar Express. Rom-com, When Harry Met Sally. Comedy, Scrooged. Special, Scooby-Doo Haunted Holidays. Horror, Christmas. Or, sorry, Krampus. Christmas Adjacent, Green Knight, and my wild card, FX, Zack Snyder's A Christmas Carol. I think Jack won. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't close. Um, that NA that NA in the classic category is going to draw some voters. Got you guys okay. there. Um, but just wanted to thank you both for inviting me on. Um, it's just, it, this, this, this means a lot. Um, first podcast appearance of many. Hopefully I pop in here every now and then, you know, give my two cents and my film critique uh, and all the knowledge that I have. But um, yeah, just appreciate you too. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on producer Jack. Now like turn your camera off and edit this pod, please. (laughs) Yes, sir. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the blast podcast. Be sure to check out our website at blastmovies.net to stay up to date on all our latest content and news, as well as our Instagram at blast underscore movies underscore and TikTok at blast.movies where we're posting podcast clips. Now happy holidays, everyone. And we'll catch you next week. Mm-hmm.